This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. And things she says that are over the top, like... The Democrats are a party of pedophiles. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children. They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats, Democrats support, even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries. Sexualizing children is what pedophiles do to children. Okay, but my question really is, can't you fight for what you believe in without all that name calling and without the personal attacks? Well, I would ask the same question to the other side because all they've done is call me names and insult me nonstop since I've been here, Leslie. They call me racist. They call me um, uh, uh, anti-Semitic, which is not true. I'm not calling anyone names. I'm calling out the truth, basically. Pedophile? Pedophile, call it what it is. She also still calls the 2020 election stolen, as she made clear in February. I'm going to tell you, it's, it, there was blatant outright fraud in the 2020 election. Complete and total fraud, you know it. We looked up some words that have been said about you. Okay. <laughs> Crazy, Q-clown, Looney Tune, Unhinged, Moron, pretty ugly stuff. Looks like the average troll in my Twitter feed, so I don't really care. You're used to it. Oh, I don't let name calling bother me or offend me. I just don't. How much have you styled yourself after Donald Trump? Hmm. People say that you are Trump in high heels. I didn't intentionally style myself after President Trump, but I can see how people draw those similarities. We both come from the same industry, construction. Um, I also have pretty much a plain speaking style, and, and so does he. But also, he's often in attack mode, mm. and you appear to be. Yeah, I think, but I think our government deserves it. They don't really deserve to be respected that much. Including for her, the president. While many consider Marjorie Taylor Greene's behavior outlandish, even thuggish, MAGA activists and right-wing media eat it up. God bless you guys and keep up the good work. Thank you. No, Leslie, uh, your homework was so bad there. Uh, Carrie Lake is Trump in heels. Uh, MTG is Trump in construction boots. A steel-toed construction boot putting it in your keister. I can play that all day long. That is the network. you got to remember. It's Monday, 3 April, the year of our 2023. we got so much to get to, but i got to deal with something that's quite important. Last night, you had the crown, the jewel in the crown of the Tiffany network. 
revered CBS News of Edward R. Murrow, Murrow's boys, Walter Cronkite, Eric Severide, handed down for 40 or 50 years as the railhead of really the liberal mainstream media. Not CNN, it's the New York Times and CBS News. CBS News had on their beloved, revered show, MTG calling the Democrats pedophiles multiple times with no pushback or virtually no pushback by one of their senior quote-unquote correspondents. I may incorporate that into our, our, our cold open now. That is historic. Yes, Cronkite, Severide, and Edward R. Murrow turned over in their grave last night. That was a historic moment. MTG and, and, and Leslie Stahl is getting shredded, but there's a deeper issue here. People are not, MTG is the prototype of authenticity and fight. And I realize that people are still not crazy about the deal she made with McCarthy. It ain't a perfect world. But last night, in the, in the moments that count, and trust me, I did three hours with 60 Minutes, do you remember, <clears throat> after I left the White House, had two segments. My deal was I made with them is to, to demand, because I didn't trust them. They could, they could do the interview as long as they wanted. It could be five hours. But every second of the interview, live to tape, had to be up on, uh, on, had to be put up right after 60 minutes. And for the next three nights on the Charlie Rose show, who did the interview, they put up all three hours, a three hour interview. Every second of the interview was put up because you can't trust them. They'll edit it like crazy. But MTG delivered the, the goods right there. Uh, she call, I'm, I may have to play that one again right now. She called them pedophiles. She called Biden a pedophile. It doesn't get any better than that. It just doesn't. What a way. And, there, and remember, we're going to get Mike Davis joins us now. Mike, um, we've got so much to cover. We're going to go to Finland. We're going to go to uh, to uh, England. We've got issues on OPEC. Uh, the, 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 the administration has been caught lying now. The intelligence services in the Pentagon are leaking to NBC News that the spy airship, the spy balloon, was taking highly classified uh, intelligence the entire time it's come across the United States, and they knew it. Um, we got so much to get to, but we do have to deal with the circumstances of what's going to happen tomorrow. But I think uh, Mark Levin did a great thing last night on on uh, on Fox where he talks about the abyss. He talks about crossing the Rubicon. But, Mike Davis, you've been spending your weekend not just hammering, not simply hammering about how outrageous this is and, and lawfare. We know that part. You've done such a great job explaining that to us. But you're making connections. You're connecting dots and doing the interlinkage here. You've actually done the chain of custody right back to the Biden White House. Can you explain it to the audience, Mike Davis? Yeah, so the prior Manhattan DA at uh, um, Alvin Bragg's urging, the U.S. attorney in Manhattan, the Federal Election Commission, and Bragg himself previously declined this bogus legal theory uh, that they're using now to indict Trump. And then you have the, these disgruntled, unethical Manhattan DA prosecutors run to the media. They resigned. They ran to the media and cried about this. And so then back in December, Bragg hired this very senior uh, uh, Obama and Biden administration official. His name is Matt Colangelo is, I think, how I pronounce his last name. It's C-O-L-A-N-G. 
E-L-O, Colangelo. And Matt Colangelo is the, uh, he's, he is the guy who's driving this. He is the link between the Biden Justice Department and Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, the George Soros-backed left-wing prosecutor. And if you look at the, the media coverage when, when Bragg hired Colangelo back in December, like, for example, CNN, this is how they reported it, that CNN says, a, they, he, CNN simply reported that Colangelo was, quote, a senior official in the U.S. Justice Department, and before that served as an attorney on the Trump Foundation investigation with the New York Attorney General's office. Uh, they're, they're, they're covering up his background. Um, Colangelo was a left wing, has been a left wing radical lawyer for many, many years. He was an NAACP lawyer for seven years. And then uh, he went to work for the uh, uh, for the Obama uh, Justice Department in the Civil Rights Division for Tom Perez. When Tom Perez was the civil rights chief, Tom Perez went on to be the but, labor but, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't don't get ahead of us. That was the holder. Under Holder radicalized DOJ more than it's ever been radicalized, and Perez was one of his biggest instruments of radicalization in the civil rights division was the most radical of all. Am I incorrect there, Brother Davis? You're absolutely correct, uh, Ben. And, uh, and so then Tom Perez went to be the labor secretary, and this Matt followed him over to, uh, to the Department of Labor, where he was the chief of staff before Perez went to be the DNC chair. And then uh, this uh, this Matt went to be uh, went, went to work in the Obama White House as one of the top economic advisors in the Obama White House. And then uh, uh, he left and during the Trump administration, he went to work for New York uh, Attorney General uh, Eric Schneiderman. Schneiderman was the AG who got me too'd and chased out of office. Uh, Matt was a, one of the jobs he had, there was, he was the executive deputy attorney general for social justice. So this, this DEI equity nonsense, and he served as the, but, but, but but Schneider, Schneider, Schneiderman was also one of the early guys to target Trump. Letitia James ran on the platform of, I'm going to take down Trump, that I'm going to get Trump. That was her, that was her campaign promise, but it was Schneiderman early on. That they, that they they were already deep into this about about uh, getting Donald Trump, uh, and he yeah. was so he was head of social justice. What does social justice in the New York AG's office do, sir? Uh, apparently, they investigate Trump because that's what he did just about the entire time that Colangelo was working in the New York AG's office. He also served with with Alvin Bragg. Bragg was the the chief deputy attorney general for the criminal side working with Colangelo, and Colangelo, Colangelo brought dozens of lawsuits against the Trump administration and led the investigations into the Trump Foundation and Trump finances. And then Matt Colangelo goes to work in the Biden Justice Department. He was on the parachute team in the Justice Department. He was the acting number three, the associate acting associate attorney general. It's a really, really important job that most people never hear about. He essentially ran the entire civil side of the Justice Department, including the Civil Rights Division, before uh, Vanita, as Vanita Gupta, who's a radical left-wing activist, was getting nominated and confirmed and going through the process. And then he became Vanita's number two. So he was the number two to the number three in the Justice Department. This is the same job that my old boss, Gorsuch, had when he worked in the Justice Department. Gorsuch, who's now in the Supreme Court. Hang on for one second. This goes back to something I want to make sure... 
This is about why we do nomenclature, statics and dynamics of process, critical path. As you've, we've talked about with you here on this, on the show for the last couple of years and a select few others. When Biden was picking this, when they pick these uh, cabinet heads, they try to get somebody that's as close to being acceptable and confirmable as possible. It's the undersecretaries and the deputies. This is the most radical and extreme administration, even more so than Obama, which was radical and extreme. And the way they do it, uh, Mike, is that these second, third, and fourth tier, the, the infrastructure they put below the most acceptable face. And hey, look, Mallorca, I realize they don't have many acceptable faces. But the, the true believers, the true radicals, the really dangerous ones are the ones just a couple of steps down. Correct, sir? That's absolutely right. It's the sub-cabinet. Those are the people who, who can really cause the most damage. And when, the, when this uh, Colangelo was, uh, was at the acting number three and then the number two to the number three, the number two to Vinita when she got confirmed, they wrecked havoc. I mean, these are, this is the office that worked with Kristen Clark and the Civil Rights Division, and they were the ones who truly politicized and weaponized the Biden Justice Department with Merrick Garland. This included prosecuting Christians praying outside of abortion clinics while giving amnesty to abortion industry activist terrorists who terrorized Catholic churches, crisis pregnancy centers, and Supreme Court justices and their families and their homes, including a 1 a.m. assassination attempt against Justice Kavanaugh's wife Ashley and their two teenage daughters. Now, th- that's where that that that's the that's the connection. When when uh, Colangelo's working in the Biden Justice Department in this key post, the number two to the number three, the acting number three, and then the number two to the number three, that's when he's working with Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. And that's where Jim Jordan, the House uh, Judiciary Committee Chairman, the Weaponization Subcommittee Chairman, that that's that's the key. That's who Jordan needs to subpoena. Get him to come testify, get his documents, get his communications. He is the link between Alvin Bragg, the Biden Justice Department, to show that this is a these this is lawfare. This is a coordinated effort to take out Trump because they fear they cannot beat him in the polls. So they simply indicted him. Hang on one second. Um, I'm going to hold you through the break and we're going to do a little mix and match with our, we got an incredible lineup today of so much signal, no noise. Um, There's two things. Don't just watch the performative part of the grand jury and all the media is running around. This is a, this is a culmination right now. The, the curtains coming down on Aqua, they have been not just after Trump. This is an organized effort to destroy this nation as a constitutional republic. Short break, Mike Davis on the other side. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, They'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax 
sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Welcome back. Uh, Monday, 3 April. Year of our Lord 2023. We're, we're juggling a lot here, but we got to drill down on the receipts. Um, one more time, I want to get his picture up. I want to make this guy infamous. Um, Colangelo. If he should be brought in right away, we should get all his emails. We have to know all the connections to the Justice Department and to the Biden White House with every communication, every meeting he's had. Is there any doubt in your mind about that, Mike Davis? No question. And, and Congress absolutely has the constitutional power, in fact, duty to investigate this. Under Section 5 of the 14th Amendment, Congress must ensure that states provide uh, due process and equal protection of the law to all citizens. That, that, that This is clearly within Congress's oversight purview. Also, you have uh, uh, misspent federal funds. The Manhattan DA's office takes federal funds, and they're using this these federal funds to do this bogus political prosecution against their political enemies while they're diverting resources, key resources away from murders, rapes, burglaries, carjackings, and other real crimes in Manhattan that are not being prosecuted. Felonies are being down, violent felonies are being downgraded to misdemeanors, sometimes not even charged at all. And you're taking up trumped up bogus legal theories against Trump that may amount to a misdemeanor at best. I still don't even think it's a, a misdemeanor, like a record-keeping misdemeanor that with the statute of limitations that, that expired in 2018, and you're transforming that into a uh, the, the, the zombie case, right? the, the zombie case to go after Trump uh, based upon this bogus theory that they have. They're contorting federal election law to, for partisan advantage. Congress should look into that. And then there's this unethical collusion, clear collusion between the Biden Justice Department, Matt Colangelo, the, 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 in, the, in the Associate Attorney General's office with Alvin Bragg. Remember, Alvin Bragg hired Colangelo in December after this was a dead case. It was a zombie case. And uh, then you have this malicious prosecution that the Congress should look at where Bragg and Colangelo are maliciously prosecuting President Trump because he is a presidential candidate against Biden. That is what this is. This is election interference, and Congress absolutely has the constitutional power, the duty to look into it. Again, under those five different uh, uh, five different reasons I just laid out. Um, a couple things here, and I appreciate you doing this, Mike. Um, but since you're up all night, you, you actually come in hotter on Twitter, I think, than even Trump. Okay, maybe not at that level, but pretty close. Pretty close for a professional. All the in the information warfare part of this, they're leaking. They're giving New York Times like inside uh, baseball on the grand jury proceedings. Dershowitz was on here on Saturday. Professor Dershowitz, he made two things. He thinks that that ought to be immediately looked at by Congress uh, about the process. Fe- it is a felony to leak any of that information to the press. Do you think Congress has got any footing there to look in how they how they're taking the information and the process and weaponizing it, sir. Well, again, Congress has a duty to ensure 
equal protection and due process of law for all Americans, that states are providing that section five of the 14th amendment. So yes, they have, they have the, the duty to do that. It's also important. Remember we're hearing reports that this judge in New York may put a gag order on president Trump. I mean, that would be outrageous if this judge did this. This is clearly a political drive-by shooting against President Trump by this Man- Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, the Soros-backed Manhattan DA. It's clearly a political hit job. It's clearly bogus, trumped up uh, charges against Trump. Even the New York Times and the Washington Post, not exactly Trump fans, are have pretty much laughed at this legal theory. Every Democrat with a brain knows that this is a bogus legal theory. Bragg knows it's a, a bogus legal theory. That's why he pushed the prior Manhattan DA to decline this. That's why he declined this. But all of a sudden, it's political now because they're trying to distract from the fact that House Oversight Chairman James Comer has the, the smoking gun bank records, the subpoenaed bank records that show that the Bidens just in one set of transactions took a million dollars from the CCP. So all of a sudden, uh, <clears throat> Bragg brings back this zombie case. If this judge imposes a gag order on Trump, that is that should be immediately appealable. That's a First Amendment violation, right? The the gag orders protect the defendants' Sixth Amendment right to a fair trial, and defendants have First Amendment rights. So if the defendant wants to speak, I can't understand why a judge would put a gag order on that. There's precedent going back many, many, many years, decades that uh, judges are not supposed to put gag orders on defendants. It's only supposed to be in the most extreme circumstances. The gag orders are supposed to be on the prosecutors that are going out there and making statements that violate the defendant's Sixth Amendment right to a fair trial. Not The the gag orders are not supposed to be on defendants. So if this judge puts a gag order on Trump, you know immediately that Trump is not going to get a... We already know he's not going to get a fair trial in New York. We know all these... We haven't had a Republican governor in New York since Pataki, I don't think. So it's been many, many, many years. We don't have any good judges left in New York. They're all a bunch of liberals and even worse, leftists. And in Manhattan, what is it, like 95% against Trump? There's no chance he's going to get a, a, a fair trial here from the judge or the jury. But we're gonna, you're going to see that the judge is going to show his hand pretty quickly if he, if he imposes a gag order on Trump. Professor Dershowitz also went after the source thing about it being an anti-Semitic trope. He said it's nonsense. He's, he's been the leader in, in fighting against anti-Semitism and defending Israel his entire professional career. What about the investigation of the source and the source links here? Because source now, oh, no, I don't know, Bragg. I haven't been given any money. I don't know what you're talking about. They're clearly nervous. What can be done there? Yeah, I mean, Congress should investigate this. That's where the Weaponization Committee, they, they have subpoena power to investigate this. You have George Soros essentially having 40 puppet prosecutors around the country that are that, that are Marxist and they, they want to do their you know equity, which is the opposite of equality, and they want to just create crime and chaos in these cities and make everyone's lives middle, miserable. Anti-Semitism, are you, are you kidding me? Do you think that like Jewish New Yorkers like getting beaten and mugged and robbed and carjacked and, you know, raped and murdered on the subway? No. I mean, that's that's insane to call this anti-Semitism that you're criticizing George Soros because he funds these crazy prosecutors around the country. And that's the problem with the Republicans in the past. 
that the de- Democrats would have been able to say, well, you can't say that. That's racist. That's that's anti-Semitic. That's homophobic. The Republicans in the past were such cowards. They would have ran away. They would have they would have been cowering in fear over that. Today's Republicans, Trump Republicans are like, you know what? You, you say this so much, it has no meaning. Do you think that, do you get a sense, and I know you, you've been complimentary, uh, you've been very tough on these guys on the on the big tech. You've also been very tough on them at, at not getting organized, but you said, hey, recently they've done better. Uh, Jim Jordan, who, who I like a lot, was on Maria yesterday, but you kind of get a sense, it's a lot of talk right now. I, I, we don't, I don't, I'm not seeing the action. This should be immediate investigations, and local prosecutors ought to be going after these guys. Do you get a sense with your contacts that there's really, you know, now they're on a two-week break, for Easter, I mean, who takes two week breaks? Right? It's just, it's Kenny insane. Or do you get a sense of any urgency? Kenny Gardner's and congressmen two week two week recesses. Recesses for kids and congressmen. So uh, they uh, senators are the worst. I mean, you don't you don't want to get between a United States senator and recess. It's the most dangerous place in America. But with look, I, I've said that House Judiciary uh, Chairman Jim Jordan. I've been a pretty vocal critic of his in the past, especially on big tech, like you said, the way he uh, got off to a rocky start on weaponization. Uh, he's starting to turn the ship. He's starting to put points on the board. I'm going to praise him when he deserves praise, and I'll criticize him when he deserves criticism. They, they need to start ramping this up. I, I praised him over the last couple weeks for uh, how he's come out strongly defending, uh, defending Trump. It took a lot of backbone for Jim Jordan to send a letter to a local DA saying that Congress is going to investigate you. Uh, he has every right to do it for the five reasons we've said. It's just surprising to see uh, people in Washington with a backbone. I always say that uh, you know the the the, the politicians are uh, the only reptiles in the swamp that lack backbones, and so it's good to see that they have backbones. Uh, but they they need to do more. They need to be having hearings every week. They need to be doing subpoenas. They need to be doing staff depositions. It needs to be a constant. They need to be constantly on offense. It's a zero-sum game. There's a ton to investigate, and it's not just Bragg. It's Garland special counsel Jack Smith with investigating the non-crime of President Trump having his presidential records in the office of former president in Mar-a-Lago, which is allowed by the Presidential Records Act. It's uh, Fulton County Democrat DA Fannie Willis investigating President Trump for the non-crime of objecting to a presidential election, which is permitted by the Electoral Count Act of 1887, and Democrats would be in prison for objecting in, two, in 1969, 2001, 2005, 2017 to Republican wins if it were illegal. Uh, there's so much, the Justice Department going after Christians, Catholic Catholics uh, protesting abortions while they're giving amnesty to abortion activists. There's so much there is so much that the weaponization committee needs to be doing. So uh, they, they need they need just they need to they need to pick up the pace. They're getting base hits. We need triples. Mike Davis, uh, born fighting. Uh, how do people get to you? How do you get to all the social media links and how do they get to your site, sir? Uh, article three project dot org. Article number three project dot org. At article three project. At article number three project. On Getter, Twitter, Truth. My personal at. M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And thank you, Steve. Thank you, brother. Thank you for breaking it all down. Um, this is the culmination of a long process, at least the, the, the curtain coming down on Act 1 and coming up on Act 2. This just didn't happen. It just didn't come out of nowhere. This is, this is these radicals of Obama and Holder, uh, what they did with DOJ, 
Um, obviously started that in the Clinton administration. You had the Bushes that didn't put an end to it, didn't get all over the Civil Rights Division, which was a festering, a cauldron of radicals. And now you're seeing it. Matt Colangelo. Let's make him infamous today. Let's get that photo out everywhere. Matt Colangelo. This is and Jordan ought to be bringing that guy in. We ought to, he ought to stop his uh, Easter recess today. Convene the committee tomorrow and bring Colangelo in before it. Okay, short break. We're going to go to Nashville. It's going to be a big a protest today. It was a riot last week. We'll talk about it next. Citizens, anyone who thinks they won't need emergency food isn't paying attention. Every day, the headlines get worse and worse and worse. Is the unthinkable next? It pays to prepare. That's why I seriously recommend you stock up on emergency food and you do it right away. You never know when the next shoe will drop, and when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. So get yours now. While it's on sale, go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Let me repeat that. $200 per kit savings. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories per day for optimum strength and energy. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. You'll sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, and you'll enjoy free shipping, too. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um, there's so much going on. Some of it we're going to have to get to tonight, particularly the economics of it. Uh, OPEC put a surprise cut in production of a million barrels, I think, starting May 1st. Um, price of oil was up 8% overnight. I think it's only up 5% now. Um, people are talking about the, the Saudis, our, our, our buddies, the Saudis, now that they're working with the Persians and the, uh, the Bloods and the Crips have come together and they're working with the Russians and the Chinese want to see this thing driven to $100 a barrel because remember the output deals with China are long-term 40-year deals. They ain't paying 100 bucks. Remember this. They're not paying 100 bucks. Uh, this is going to this is going to blow up inflation again. So we got a lot of news in the economic side. There's a lot of stuff going on. The situation in Nashville uh, today, I think at 2 or 3 o'clock, they're going to have some walk out of the high schools. Uh, Michael Patrick Lay is going to be here. They had a very disturbing situation about this um, – these trans terrorists and the guns uh, issue out, uh, I think it was Thursday last week. We're going to get into that. The, the 2024 race obviously kicks off tomorrow with this uh, sham proceeding against President Trump. What they're trying to do this is to make sure that they, they try to destroy the vote of uh, suburban women and, and women throughout the country because this is what they're going to hammer and hammer and hammer and hammer and hammer. This is not, nothing about the law. Uh, as I've said, and I said on John Furrick this morning, I think it absolutely guarantees for certainty that President Trump will have a woman on the ticket as the vice president. And we'll go into more of that in the in the next couple of days. Um, huge news politically. Uh, the true fins or the, the, the real fins, I think their name is today, but known as the true fins, the, the, the right wing populist nationalist party in uh, Finland. Huge victory last night. The obnoxious. Um, Second only to the former prime minister of New Zealand, uh, the, the prime minister, uh, Madeleine, uh, defeated, came in dead last in her reelection. This is after 60 minutes and uh, NBC giving her fawning 
uh, profiles in the last couple of weeks. She finished dead last. The party girl finished dead last in, uh, in, in, in Finland after getting Finland into NATO. Of course, the, the center right, which is really going to lead the coalition, or the far right, uh, was really about, um, about domestic issues and the economy. Also, we're going to get in uh, Peter McElveen. Uh, huge news, particularly if you follow the show and Breitbart and uh, things we've been working on for years. This was really Raheem Kassam and, and Frank Gaffney. But the, the, the situation of the groomers and the grooming of young girls in these industrial towns in, uh, in England is now coming front and center with the new with the new prime minister, which is kind of shocking. But he's taking it on. So we're going to get to all this. Harnwell, uh, Bakhmut. The uh, the Wagner group is saying it's fallen. There's video with they've got the flag up. The Ukrainian military say they still control the western part of the city. The the most, I think the um, if not the most, one of the most strategic battles in the 21st century, uh, which they keep going at each other nonstop. Uh, it looks like, according to at least the Russians, they're going to be in charge of where we can get uh, Harnwell uh, here also. Uh, and Mo, the the most important, the kickoff tomorrow is obviously this thing in New York. With him trying to um, trying to destroy Trump's uh, second term uh, and his ability to win that second term, because they they know they can't steal it from him, <clears throat> or we're going to make it impossible, or hopefully near impossible to steal. They got to use lawfare to imprison him in Wisconsin uh, tonight. We're going to do a live stream with Scott Pressler tonight. Uh, Grace Chung and Mo Bannon are working that out of the details of it. Uh, Scott is out and about working today. We're going to get an update on this, uh, on the Wisconsin situation. And uh, that Supreme Court seat is uh, is as important as all get out. Also, massive economic news. Uh, I've never seen a news cycle like this on top of this. is historic uh, looking over the abyss in uh, in New York City. President's going to leave at noon. I think we're trying to get Ed, Henry, and Karen Turker to join us later in the show. And then we're going to do a transition with them at Mar. They'll be at Mar Lago live, and then we'll transition to the Charlie Kirk show. So, a lot going on, and we want to keep you at the forefront of it of the signal, not noise. And all that being said, that's probably not even the most important. Most important thing over the weekend was, and we'll have Joe uh, Allen because he's working on now over the weekend. This um, some of the most important people in artificial intelligence really made the case, really made the case for why it needs to be shut down immediately with not even a moratorium for six months. It needs to be shut down. And the reasoning of it will shock you when they really go through the details of what artificial intelligence can do. So uh, we want the War Room Posse in this audience. Uh, we make this show to make sure that you're not just simply the most interesting person at the dinner party or the most interesting person at the backyard barbecue or uh, when you're having coffee at uh, the diner with your friends or when you're in the stands at the Little League games, uh, we want to make sure that you're the, that you have a full you're immersed in all this so that you have a full and complete uh, understanding of, of things because you're the vanguard. You're the cadre, what it's called in revolutionary terms, the cadre, the vanguard of saving this country. Uh, a lot of information, a lot of economics coming out. We're going to get Dave Walsh later today. I think we're going to have. Um, uh, EJ from uh, from Heritage is going to join us tomorrow, and from uh, and from the Growth uh, Group uh, is going to join us. Uh, Steve Moore's group. Uh, we're going to have Cortez. We're going to go through some capital markets. So a lot going on. Make sure right now, and I got a lot of great response over the weekend. But make sure you go to Birchgold.com/slash/Bannon. Make sure you get the. Uh, we want to make sure you get the uh, the end of the dollar empire. We called this a couple of years ago. 
everybody's talking about it, <clears throat> including India over the weekend. Now, the Indians are saying, well, we're not doing it. We're not, you know, going to go to rupees, uh, not dollars. We're only going to do it for Sri Lanka and some of these uh, countries we're close to on, on the perimeter of India. We're not doing the whole thing. Hey, I got to I got I got I got that's got to be sold to me because they're announcing they're going to do trade in, in rupees. This dollar uh, empire, the end of the dollar is the prime reserve currency. You have to understand the importance of this. It's important for your own financial life, and it's important for the country's financial life. So you have to understand it. Uh, make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon and get all that information uh, today. Uh, totally free, and particularly uh, download the last one, The Debt Trap, because we're going to get into a lot of things over this two-week break about the debt thing. When they come back in two weeks, I think it'll be the most crowded calendar of important things, uh, important issues, I think, in living memory. Uh, it's going to be the border security bill. It's going to be the debt ceiling. It's going to be the spending bill. Also, we're going to get Todd Benzman. Right after MTG last night, my Yorkers is up there, and even CBS was shocked about just the, the, the BS nature of his of his responses. But it was shocking, uh, this interview with my Yorkers. We're going to get Todd Benzman on all that. Also, Ben Burkwam is somewhere in, in uh, Panama, I think, at the Darien Gap. So we're going to get, we're going to get Ben as soon as we can get uh, live. Okay, uh, and to make sure that we cover it all, massive developments, not just at Twitter, about what we found out now from Twitter, the crime scene of Twitter, but we have now gotten leaks from the Pentagon and from intelligence that the, that the Chinese were definitely spying on military installations. That's the whole purpose of it. That's the whole purpose of it. <clears throat> and they were caught doing it. Will that raise, raise to an act of war? It is an act of war. Uh, and I want to get to, I'll get to the book, The Indictment. Also, uh, the real indictment, the indictment against the CCP and its partners. Also, our own Caroline Levitt has uh, now joined, I think, the Trump PAC or the Trump Super PAC. We're going to try to get Caroline on here. And Father Provone's going to be here talking about Holy Week and the symbolism of President Trump being brought before the magistrate. Let's go to, I want to go to, uh, Let's, I tell you what, let's go to Michael Patrick Leahy, and then we're going to get Mo, and then we get my international crew. Michael Patrick Leahy, uh, it didn't get covered by the media because they didn't want to cover it, but there was a riot at the state capitol in the great state of Tennessee, which, as you know, and I keep saying, God love Arizona, God love Texas, God love Florida, but I think as far as legislation and what's in these actions that are happening that are critical, Tennessee stands as, as MAGA as you can get. What happened and then what's going to happen today? Because all of a sudden it's not about the Christians, the attack on the Christians, and that's what it is. This is an outright attack on the Christians and the Christian schools and the Christian children. That's been all put to the side on these trans terrorists. And we're now talking about the schools emptying, the high schools emptying in, in Tennessee and Nashville today for, for a protest and potential another riot, sir. Yeah. Uh, the context, of course, on this, Steve, is uh, a week ago today. Uh, a 28-year-old woman, Elizabeth Audrey uh, Elizabeth Hale, um, who identified as a transgender, murdered six innocent Nashvillians at Covenant Presbyterian School. On Thursday, um, uh, a, a gun rally, an anti-gun control rally of about 1,000 people, mostly Metro Nashville public school high school students, a few college students, probably some trans uh, anti-gun activists that came down from uh, Kentucky, where they did this the previous day, incited by three left-wing Democrat uh, members of the House of Representatives, rioted at the Tennessee State Capitol. 
And um, the Tennessee State Troopers were able to foil that and turn them back. They're doing it again today, a rally organized by the New York City-based March for Our Lives. Hold, hold, hold uh, it, Leahy. Whoa, 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 Leahy, 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 hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. You say the Tennessee State Troopers, but hey, the footage I saw, they got onto the floor, I guess, of the house. They were on the floor there with the speaker saying with a bullhorn. I mean, guys those, came those in were, there, but how did they? How, those were members of the state house. Go ahead. Those were Tennessee state representatives. Those three with the bullhorn, they were Democrats yep. who uh, have been elected to represent one from Memphis, one from Nashville, and one from Knoxville. They uh, broke every rule of the house. And went up to the well of the uh, of the House chamber and incited a riot, as the Speaker Cam Sexton said. Um, now, today, big news today is David Hogg's group is as is organizing a walkout uh, and march to the Capitol of Metro Nashville Public School high school students and related uh, other students in Middle Tennessee. Metro Nashville Public Schools is also engaging in anti-gun political activism. They're calling for rallies, anti-gun rallies, that the students will hold at various high schools in Nashville. Those rallies are probably going on right now as we speak. This is all obviously uh, a political effort to change the narrative from the fact that was a 28-year-old self-identified transgender who, who murdered six Nashvillians at a school a week ago today. They're trying to make this about, quote, guns. And they're trying to basically turn this into a war of a left versus right. And their focus is they want to basically get rid of the Second Amendment, Steve. Where's the manifesto? She wrote a manifesto. Where is it? Why is the FBI suppressing the manifesto? Why can't we see this? Because this is about trans terrorists, okay, yeah. and the targeting of Christians. Where is and, – and people should not forget that. Particularly they, – and, they, and, and she – Gunned down three nine-year-old children, three nine-year-old defenseless children, gunned down. In fact, St. Evelyn, who was buried on Friday, died in the act of pulling a fire alarm to, to save her classmates. Um, and we, now there's some confusion about whether she was getting counseling, why the, uh, the assassin was getting counseling by the, the, by the head pastor. There's some discussion about that. But, but where's the manifesto? Leahy, you're pretty good at digging this stuff up. You're all over the Memphis situation. What happened to the manifesto? Why have we been able to see her manifesto? The manifesto of the 28-year-old woman who self-identified as a transgender male is currently in the possession of the FBI. They have said they will release it when they're through with their investigation. We've asked the Metro National Police Department to release it. Uh, They said they're, they're deferring to the FBI. We're going to keep at it. We think they have to actually ultimately release that, but they don't want to release it because what they fear is that it will identify that it was basically part of her, the transgenderism ideology that led her to these acts yeah. of violence. Michael, how can people follow all the Star News Network and your radio show? Because, and we'll come back this afternoon. We want to know about it, if there's any right or not. How, how do they do that? TennesseeStar.com, TennesseeStar.com. Michael Patrick Leahy, thank you. Short commercial break. We're going to go to Europe. But first, Wisconsin. Mo's going to talk to us about our live stream tonight. Short break. Back in a moment. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, 
There's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now Okay, uh, welcome back. By the way, we're going to be going, uh, we're doing live streams all weekend on Getter. I'm putting up information nonstop. It's a graduate school in how the world works. Let me be blunt. All the news and information we put up there. If you get on Getter and uh, get myself and our contributors, you'll get a full education. A full education. Having two master's degrees, I can tell you the information we put out of the show is better than the two master's degrees I got from pretty good institutions georgetown and harvard uh let me go to mo mo uh we have this i can't emphasize enough the importance of this race in wisconsin and uh scott pressler has been a hero i hope we pull it off with the work of pressler and other people on the ground i'm getting a a bad feeling that there's too many tv ads and not enough ground game, but we're going to sort that out tonight with Scott Pressler. Give me the details. Savage Angels, you, Jane, and Grace are going to do a special with Scott Pressler on Getter tonight at what time? Correct. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. It'll be, like you said, myself, Grace, and Jane with our special guest, Scott, and he's been out day after day in Wisconsin. He's out today. You know, making sure that people are registered to vote and making sure that they get to the polls tomorrow to vote in this very, very important election. So for the Supreme Court, by the way, I think over 40 million dollars have already been spent on this. What is do you have his site? People can go there today and line up. We had him going all weekend. You can actually uh, do calls from anywhere you are by going to a site. Scott has dedicated his life now to this, to this get out. And look, it's a difference of opinion with the Mike Lindell's of the world. It's all about early vote. He says, this is the game the Democrats play. Uh, can you, do you know the website, Mo, where do people go uh, today before we get Scott on tonight? Scott's website is earlyvoteaction.com, earlyvoteaction.com. And you can also go to myvote.com. WI for Wisconsin.gov as well. Okay, give me those two again slowly because I want the audience to, to get this. You can go to sign, you can go work now 
but be around at 7.30 Eastern Daylight Time tonight on our on Getter, on War Room Getter, and also be on my personal Getter. Can you give the uh, site one more time, ma'am? So Scott's website is earlyvoteaction.com, earlyvoteaction.com. And then the government website, to verify where where do you vote, your polling location is myvote.wi.gov. Mo, thanks. Thanks for doing us. Appreciate it. I look forward to joining you guys tonight in the live chat at uh, 730 Eastern Daylight Time. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, uh, big news all over. I got Colonel John Mills. Colonel Mills, uh, two stories I want to break down. First, we can get the story up. Tell me what what was revealed and what you found out about Twitter in the importance of this, sir, first over the weekend. Yeah, Lucas Nolan on Breitbart had an article about a government intervention tool, and this just exploded my head. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is remote access. This is a backdoor. Most hacks are not really hacks. It's the it's the enabling insider. So this comes from the day probably it was planted there during the days of uh, Yol Roth and Vijaya Gade. Uh, and so uh, get, uh, Twitter was totally in cahoots, giving a backdoor to the U.S. government. OK, to slow, down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. This this gets to uh, to um, um, Dr. Uh, was it Chavez um, uh, lawsuit? I, can't, I think in a lawsuit he found the backdoor. Give me just give me summarize the article again, because people who come to this don't know the jargon. What does the article actually say? Just summarize it. Well, it calls it a gut. They found code. Uh, they put out all of the, the Twitter code for public uh, examination, which is a great idea, uh, crowdsourcing it, and somebody spotted. They called it a government intervention tool, which is another word for backdoor access by the U.S. government into Twitter to essentially throttle those they didn't like. So this is not just a backdoor for monitoring this is a dial that most likely DHS CISA can reach in and throttle. And my curiosity is, is that is that conduit still open? Probably is. And uh, uh, the, the Elon probably doesn't even realize it. When, when you say when you say when you say, yeah, he bought a crime scene. When you say because he put the thing up for open open sourcing now, that's happened over the weekend. And immediately somebody found this. Explain to people. Why is that important? This came up in a lawsuit in this Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Um, but tell people, why is it, what's a backdoor? Why is it important? And why would he give government access? Well, there's no legal basis for this. This is the U.S. government reaching into a private sector company and manipulating the algorithm. There's no legal basis for this. And there's no there is no reason the U.S. government should be doing this. And it looks like Twitter, uh, most hacks are not hacks. It's an insider leaving a door open. Somebody left this door open for the U.S. government to reach into Twitter. It begs the question with other existing social media, was there an agreement uh, or or did just an unwitting or a witting insider leave a door open for the U.S. government to walk in and not only monitor but change? There's no legal basis for this. Tell Sissa, the Glebe Road uh, Boys, C-I-S-A, explain to the audience, what does that stand for? 
Yeah, that's that DHS has an entity that is humongous and growing. It's called the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, essentially a domestic domesticated NSA where NSA can't go because of legal limitations on spying on US citizens. But this is crazy because now they uh, they can reach in and uh, they they can reach in. CISA is 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 on Glebe Road in uh, in uh, Arlington. Uh, Jen Easterly, somebody I worked with years ago, uh, who who uh, mastered some of the early break and enter into uh, during the war on terror days into cell phones. So she's now the director of CISA. Yeah. This is this is a dial she can personally tune. This the, the, yeah, this is explosive. Okay, uh, we also got to talk about the spy airship was collecting information the entire time. And guess what? The Biden regime knew about it. A short commercial break. We're going to be back in a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 